Welcome to Aragon Live, the podcast for business and IT leaders where Aragon experts share actionable insights to help you and your business move faster. I'm Katie Bartenslager, Senior Marketing Associate here at Aragon Research. With the new era of work, everything is remote. It's not just about having in-person meetings with your coworkers. So business leaders are now looking for the right technology that they can implement into their workplace. Enterprises need faster business decisions, and this is why business leaders are evolving into technology buyers. Today, I am joined by Jim Lundy, CEO and lead analyst of Aragon Research, to talk about this exact transition and all of the new technologies available for business leaders to empower their remote workforce. Thanks for joining me today, Jim. Thanks for having me, Katie. So how are technology purchases and purchaser roles changing when buying technology? Well, this is a trend that's really spot on. I'm really glad we're doing this podcast. A uh, couple of things that have been going on. First of all, you know, we do have uh, demographic changes in the workplace. Boomers, you know, you know, millennials kind of, you know, coming online and uh, becoming managers. And really, you know, the advent of so much technology uh, in the workplace and everywhere that business people are not afraid of technology and technology is no longer a secret. So I kind of knew that, you know, years before I even left my old firm, which starts with the letter G, that we are starting to see, again, over 10 years ago, the shift from IT buyers to business buyers. And it's even, you know, even more prevalent today. And so roles are changing, dynamics are changing. People, as you said, want to move fast. And that's really been one of the big, the big reasons is they just got to move faster. Right. So can you talk more about the shift to technology buyers? Sure can. So really, you know, when we talk about, you know, uh, IT versus business, you know, IT is really information technology is there to support the business. And in many cases in years past, every business decision had to go through IT. And Katie, as you know, you know, even here at Aragon, you know, when you want to buy something new in marketing, you never come to IT. You just say, hey, we want to buy this and you go buy it. You know, again, a cloud software maturity of cloud software, the fact that you can buy a subscription, you don't have to go through a big procurement process. But I think the biggest thing is that, you know, when you talk about running a business and technology enabling a business, it's really the operations people that make those calls. IT's always been there to support them, but now the business is actually saying, no, we're going to make the decision. And so IT is playing more of a supportive role in that. Uh, again, sometimes what IT does is they put a, you know, a director in the business unit to kind of support them and make sure things are happening okay. But in many, many areas, manufacturing, marketing, sales, IT is playing a very diminished role relative to the decision-making when it comes to the technology. So how did this whole shift come about? Well, it's been coming for a long time. You know, it used to be hard to buy technology and it used to be hard to deploy technology. And that's why IT existed. You kind of had to have an admin and a deployment team and it's really complicated. And so it was like, wait a minute, we can't do that. When it became cloud, like for example, when CRM shifted from on-premise, you know, from things like Siebel Systems to cloud where people like Salesforce advertised no software, it became more of a configuration thing and deployment became a lot easier. And I would argue in a lot of workplace technologies, it started even before CRM, like for example, you know, the shift of email to the cloud, which became pretty easy to deploy email. 
And things like, you know, meetings, uh, web and video conferencing also was easy to buy with a credit card. And so when we go back to the early days of collaboration, that's when we started to see this shift where people say, hey, I'm just going to go switch from, you know, you know, one vendor to another, you know, from, say, go to meeting to Cisco WebEx or from Cisco WebEx to Zoom or back. And that happened almost 15 years ago. So that the, the ease of buying and the ease of deployment led to less fear. And let's put it the other way. We I can't, we're doing a podcast, but you know, the rise of the iPhone and the Android phones and all the apps on that basically also helped to lead to this education of buyers that tech is not that complicated. I can do this. And that's really kind of what led to some of the rise. Got it. So it definitely sounds like cloud applications and that ease of deployment have made the shift a lot easier. Uh, for sure. And, you know, that ease of deployment relative to basically it's on after you basically, you know, get the order processed and then you have to configure it versus deploy it. So it really in cloud becomes more of a deployment. I mean, configuration, not where you basically have to pick a server, you're going to run it on all that. It's uh, Now, let's put it this way. Migrating applications to the cloud that you've developed is is much harder. That's probably an area where you got to have IT involved. But if you're just going to license some off-the-shelf application, people are doing that and they tell IT later. Got it. So what is the exact role of IT then? Well, look, there are different types of IT departments. I mean, IT still plays a big role. When the business gets in trouble, the first thing they do is go to IT. But, you know, what you're seeing is more distributed IT, where IT is now in the business unit. So it's not like they're not uh, supporting decision making, but in many cases, they're playing a secondary role. IT is responsible for infrastructure. They're responsible with real estate for security, including cybersecurity. So when you look at all of that, uh, their hands are quite full. Uh, and remember, there's also data centers that they're responsible for where maybe it all hasn't gone to the cloud. So when you look at legacy data center, legacy on-premise apps, security, uh, and, you know, basically vendor management, they're very, very busy. Um, so, you know, it used to be called like your, your users are out of control. In the early days of this shift to business users, it was your IT, your IT, your users are out of control. When it was really, no, we need to run our business. We need more technology. And so in ba basically, in some cases, business people viewed that IT was getting in the way. So how do business operations and IT partner together then? Well, I think the best example is where the CIO, and now in many cases, the chief digital officer, the CIO reports to the CDO. The chief digital officer may come from the line of business, and now IT may report up to that CDO. So in many cases, that senior person is more savvy and more understanding of what the business needs. And they're just basically forcing change management to say, look, we have to be faster and we have to be more responsive and in many cases, more partnering. So the idea of partnering with the business instead of fighting with the business. And you're seeing a lot of cases, this is you know, well underway. But I think the, one of the biggest things is you know, IT has changed. The business has changed. The pressure for every business to become a technology business, that's what we say at Aragon, means that you have to move faster. And so in enterprises where IT is not moving fast enough, they have to make some other decisions. But in reality is many smart CIOs have basically just realized that they must partner with the business instead of trying to get in the way of the business. So you're talking about moving faster. What about the timelines for technology projects? Are those actually longer or are they shorter? You know, they're becoming significantly shorter. And one of the things that's also become a fear for both for line of business and IT is, 
if they take on a big project that takes is going to take too long, a lot of times they may not want to take on that project. So what they're looking instead of rip and replace, the old way of replacing technology is adding to and making it basically, you know, we call it transformation platform as a service. So instead of ripping replaces and replatforming, you add to what you have, you leverage connectivity and APIs, and that becomes a recipe to have much shorter times to improve the operation. Uh, so we're talking days and weeks, not months. You might be, I mean, if you're talking months, you might be talking less than 60 days. So you're not going to see as many really, really big projects unless it's a major ERP deployment or something like that. Uh, so that's really the big shift, which is uh, lack of patience for long projects. And so that's changed maybe some of the attitudes of, I have to rip and replace this. So with this shift, are business leaders confident with their ability to leverage technology? I would say they're highly confident, highly confident. We've seen many examples. I remember one example in a government, government agency, uh, we were talking to the CIO about, you know, a mobile application opportunity for some of their content. And it turned out that the CIO's boss, who was the agency head, had gone out and contracted with a vendor to develop a mobile app that leveraged their content. And the CIO didn't even know about it. So I think that's really one of the things is that uh, they are very confident. They don't lack fear. They call us. And they look at our technology arcs. They look at the Emerge arc, which is you know emerging and early adopter. And they basically have questions like, is this cloud-based? Are these set of vendors reliable? Yes. Okay, great. That's all I needed. And they go off and they negotiate with the vendors and pick one that they like. But because, because of cloud, they can always turn the vendor off. So if it doesn't work, they can say, look, you know, we're going to switch. We're going to go to somebody else. So and Katie, you know, we've made that many of those decisions here uh, it's with you know, some of the applications we pick. What about the role of intelligent applications, also known as AI? Does that change anything in the equation? You know, it does. It, it, this is an area where IT could lead by basically making sure that all the IT staff understands what you know, artificial intelligence is. How does the enterprise become an intelligent business? Uh, you know, how could a business unit shift to more predictive applications. So knowing vendors, knowing vendor roadmaps is an opportunity. But our take at the same time is that all product managers must know AI. So if you have products you're developing, you know, doesn't matter what industry you're in, does the operating system that's controlling the hardware software, uh, doesn't matter whether it's a, a digital building, a house, a car, a truck, how are you going to add intelligence into your application? So it's not just IT. The business needs to know it too. But in our opinion, IT could lead more by basically offering more training and knowledge sharing uh, with the business about, hey, did you know that the era of predictive applications is here? That's one of the things that Aragon spends a lot of time with, educating both IT teams and business teams about the art of the opportunity of intelligent applications. Great. Thank you so much, Jim. That is all the time we have for today. Um, I know that there's a lot more to cover and we highly encourage our listeners to go ahead and schedule a complimentary inquiry with our analysts so that they can get a more in-depth conversation. So um, you guys can head over to aragonresearch.com to do so. But thank you so much for being here with us today, Jim. Thank you, Katie. It was great. And to our listeners, we want to thank you for tuning in. You can learn more about other business and IT topics through our free 45-day trial. To join, please head to aragonresearch.com and click on the red free trial button in the top right corner. 
You can subscribe to Aragon Live on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Stay tuned for more Aragon Live podcasts.